I am Prithee Chaudhary and welcome to Pods Podcast. Pods is one-to-one mentorship platform and today on our podcast, we are with an industry expert to mentor you. In today's podcast, I have Akshat Agarwal with me. Akshat has done his engineering in electronics and computer from Thapar University and now currently working as software engineer at Texas Instruments. Today's podcast would be covering topics like the whole interview process, do's and don'ts of off-campus placements, future of electronics industry in India, and many more. So I welcome Akshat Agarwal. Hey Akshat, how are you? Hey Pratik, uh, thanks for the introduction. Uh, hey everyone. Yeah, uh, first of all, uh, thank you Pratik. Thanks to this platform. I personally feel uh, this is something that surely I would have, you know, uh, regarded as one of the best platforms in my college time, something that that is a great initiative. So mm-hmm. uh, congratulations to this uh, initiative. And yeah, let's let's begin. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much, Akshat. So Akshat, I would like you to introduce yourself, your story, what is your role at Texas Instruments? And moving ahead, I would be asking you specific question that we all have and have your insightful answers on them. Okay, so uh, talking about my story, I feel my story is uh, nowhere much different from any other student who uh, was not idly, you know, uh, clear about what they wanted to achieve so uh, there are students who are very much you know clear uh, about what they want to do at a very early age so i was uh, never one of those there were things i used to like and there were things that i used to not like be uh, be it a beat a single subject like let's say suppose maths so there were there were subjects uh, in maths itself there were chapters that i used to like and then there were chapters that i used to not like similarly for for other fields as well so uh i was uh into dancing i liked it but did i want it as a profession no i was not sure maybe no but it was towards more towards no then be then some sports so ideally uh i was not very much clear also uh i feel not sure like maybe nowadays schools have a lot of you know career programs and all but at that point i i did not have that clarity so i i i just kept on trying new things and uh, moved ahead um slowly so then i obviously uh, i was more inclined towards science um i i liked uh, computers and i liked physics more because they were logically related uh they could they could answer my whys and hows different questions that i used to have one thing was i was pretty curious especially when uh, when it used to comes come to certain subjects certain chapters i was i was a curious person uh, uh not one who could mug up stuff so yeah pretty much that so um i i entered uh, into a, strang- a science stream um um i i am from icsc board so there was a lot of uh, you know pressure because we had like certainly like in uh, in our senior school uh, we all faced that because of uh, you know boards on one side different examinations different 
you know projects and stuff and then you're going to coaching or something so it's it's pretty pretty much hard but then also i was more inclined towards physics uh i stepped into for uh, you know preparing for uh, iit and nit i made my mistakes uh i did good at places so i ended up in bingthapa university so um as i entered uh, you know my college life one thing uh, that i was very much clear about was um i wanted to live it in a different manner as compared to my school life so um ideally like uh, maybe maybe it was because of certain uh, you know movies or so i wanted to live my school life in a different manner i felt uh, i i was not satisfied with uh, the personality development that i had in my school life so uh i was not sure like uh, before i entered college uh, the reason i wanted to you know uh, take up a specific college or a specific branch was never towards placements or what would i end up being so even while choosing uh, the branch uh, as i told i i had an inclination towards physics but then computers was uh, one that most people were preferring i had an option of choosing uh, a specific branch of computers with certain specialization that thapa university was offering but then at the same point i i i was not sure so um i ended up taking electronics and computers because that was the one which attracted me the most it had uh, parts of electronics and computers and i liked the mingle and what my seniors were telling me about that specific branch so um entering um, entering the stream entering starting of the college it was pretty much going something similar so i felt i i i'm ending up losing i am living the college in no different manner that i was living my school life just the difference being this time it's not in uh, you know wearing a dress some dress code it's casuals that you're wearing so uh, at that point i decided that i would you know uh, participate into multiple multiple stuff i want to explore more i um, i wanted to uh, you know uh, rule out that fear that i had inside me to um, of different stuff be it socially be it technically i i was not technically sound especially when it used to come come about you know stuff with computers like installing stuff you know and uh, doing getting deep not just the coding aspect but you know in total knowledge about technology and all so uh, i started off uh, getting into one society on uh, the society being iede then the next society i participated into certain uh, events that were organized and slowly one by one i um i was ruling out that fear i was um, you know stepping uh, slowly towards what i was liking i was cancelling out stuff that i was not liking so uh, i participated into you know different social events i did internships i utilized my vacations in a productive manner so uh, one of the best ways uh, is to get into some internships there are multiple uh, startups out there there are different organizations which offer one month vocational trainings so um, that is how i you know just to broaden my vision 
not necessarily i i did not um you know take one certain um one into one certain specific field i tried multiple be it cultural be it event management be it you know somewhat technical somewhat how industry is using what happening so i did internships in ongc i did one in uh, a research center of isro uh, one with uh, colinkers which is an event uh, management organization so that is how i realized that i still had an inclination towards technology i was more attracted towards it uh, especially when it used to come uh, with electronics now in electronics also we have we have um, we have hardware and then we have software soft with software i mean embed so um, i liked hardware it was good to uh, analyze and it used to help me understand what is actually happening at the base but then uh, with all the projects that i've been doing over over, over uh, the tenure it, it attracted me to more towards software so uh, i wanted a perfect balance between software and hardware that was that was what i you know was more attracted towards so ideally like you cannot have that many you know uh, requirements when you come towards placement so as i said i was not towards a placement centric i was just following i was just um going with the flow to understand how much i can learn and how much i can explore myself so this was by um, second uh, end of second year in third year um, we had uh, certain companies that were coming we were totally not prepared there were certain companies which were coming for pre placements for pre final year uh, students so texas instruments was one of them so that was the first time that i actually got to know about uh, this company and i um, i um, applied for this company i uh, went through the process uh, there was an online uh, test so we messed up <laughs> no one was selected from our batch but uh, we got a chance to attend their um, presentation so in the presentation they showed their work so that that was the point that actually amazed me and uh, i was i was so fascinated uh, seeing their work seeing their different projects they have the culture they have especially uh, uh, like th uh, they support uh, you know people exploring innovating uh, like texas instrument have had a uh, 1.5 patents per person an average of 1.5 patents so um, all these attracted me so that is uh, how uh, was the first time that i got attracted towards this company so i made a list then uh, during placements uh, which which came pretty soon in by the end of our um, third year so um, i made a list then again it was a point of gamble because uh, i had two options either i could go for a software company i was i was um, good with uh, computer basics because uh, being from icsc background but i was not sure because coding for like continuously for 9 to where uh, like 9 to 5 was not my cup of tea uh, also i was not into competitive coding till that time so uh, that was the time where i had to take a decision to um, finally uh, step where i wanted to go so i went uh, with what my heart was there because if i would have entered software domain i could never come back to the semiconductor industry so um i i took a decision i prepared myself um i prepared my basics which i was very much confident about i prepared on my projects 
with that i mean like what all i did i realized why i did there were certain reasons i did cert- certain projects and what were their use cases i i was pretty much confident about them so then was the time placements came there were lots of ups and downs it was very unpredicted that the season was very unpredictable there were certain points where i uh, i would have uh, given up on and uh, ended up going into some some other company but it turned out to be good it was with the support of my friends my family that uh, i kept on i kept the hope and i gave my best and uh, i got selected in texas instruments so that is pretty much about my story okay so we got to understand from your story that it's important to explore in our college life and we must try everything we can one important point that i noticed was you mentioned that to participate in various contest or enroll in multiple societies to get exposure and from it the question i get how much participating in contest or being part of different societies or cultural festivals at college level help with placements does it even matter for the companies that came to hire you okay uh, so see um, so let's say uh, i take the example of texas instruments okay mm-hmm. so texas instruments uh, when it would come and any person who would come to interview you yeah. he would not uh, you know uh, he would not relate to anything they they don't have that as a requirement that how good are you at dancing how good are you at singing let's say, suppose you are very good at singing and you went mm-hmm. to you know a society with um, all the cultural fest so yeah. uh, that is not important to them but yeah. what is important and what you will be actually learning following what you are interested in is mm-hmm. how good are you in interacting how good are you in you know uh, communicating with the other person mm-hmm. so how confident are you mm. that how 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 is one gonna learn to build confidence mm. is it by studying no not just by studying yes obviously by studying if yeah. obviously you would you would know the technical answer you would be confident and if you are not you would not be but at times you know the answer but because of the pressure out there because of the atmosphere inside that one room inside maybe okay in that uh, a uh, virtual meeting or something whatever pressure is out there mm. the pressure the uh, pressure that is created by the result what yeah. if i don't get selected what if what is the result that the question behind the result what that result is going to be that mm. is a lot of pressure in itself okay so so how are you going to be confident enough to keep that pressure into one side of your heart mm. and speak the answer mm. what you know, what you actually know so it is something at which we see most of the times is we know something but at that point we are not able to think because we are thinking in the right in the wrong direction mm. we are not the street so all that you know uh, presence of mind what what we term as what we term as nervousness you know moving over that nervousness not being nervous so all mm. that comes with time when uh, when you know you start with interacting with people how confident yeah. you are when you are up on that stage maybe so mm. this is something that can be developed in many ways i won't mm. say it's like going up on the stage is only the way no it's not you need to identify um, 
what are the different ways you can and how it will gonna end up making you more confident and that i feel one can only understand by you know exploring more putting hands into diff- uh, different different uh, spaces that uh, you're not already into yeah yeah it's all about building personality by making balance and everything exactly exactly so mm-hmm. see up uh, personality is is a broad term so in personality you would have different things that you know would would play a role so i wouldn't say like you know developing your personalities like okay uh, day one i'll start you know developing my personality no it's not just a one one day or a one week process it's complete your 18 year 19 year whatever your age is that year long of process because that is going to you know uh define what your um perspective is what uh, how you operate so there 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 are a lot of things that play so i feel a uh, personality is not something obviously like uh, talking to you today i am in some way or the other developing my personality because i am interacting with you i may come up with something that that will make me look into a different direction and uh, my personality is changing because my perspective is changing it's it's a broad term it's a broad term and i don't feel like uh, you know defining those bottom but on on the ground reality it's simple you just need to interact with more people and whatever fear you have inside you that you need to you know remove in some way or the other if it is the fear of in simple words interacting to uh, inside maybe let's say uh, a male guy is like interacting with a female person like all of a sudden if you want to interact with a girl if that's a fear you need to bring it out what's the fear about okay if you are not doing something wrong the fear should be only in that place when you are doing something wrong so if you are not doing something wrong then what's the fear about so you need you need to take that out let's let's be that fear of height you don't know like like tomorrow like say suppose okay we don't have skyscrapers in northern india as such but let's say you are you are in 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 mumbai or in in some place let's say uh delhi or some have buildings of 30 floors or something if you have a fear of height and you are giving an interview at 20th or 29th floor with a glass floor let's just imagine so will you be able to you know actually focus on what the technical or non technical whatever the question question the interviewer is going to ask you or you would be looking down and fearing oh my god what if uh, what if this glass you know wall breaks and i i fell down so no you don't know i mean <laughs> yeah very true very true yeah okay so akshat with this we move to our another question I think and it's a very important and a basic question that every student have what is this interview process I understand that it varies college to college but there are some common factors or some steps for the interview process so Akshay we would like you to walk us through the whole interview process Okay yeah so first of all it is it be the most unexpected when you go out there so if you want to imagine if you want to um prepare you cannot get the actual question that's going to be asked to you yes. in those mm-hmm. 
one hour or two hour when you are inside that room mm-hmm. so it is one of the most uh, unexpected uh, one hour uh, one hour phase that you are going to face but how prepared you can be you can be is the question mm-hmm. so as i said it's not just one day preparation that you yeah. can do because you don't know what the person would ask you mm-hmm. he'll be asking you questions based on your last 18 or 19 years whatever your age is at that okay. point of time okay. he can ask you anything related to that mm-hmm. so broadly we can um, define the interview mm-hmm. questions into four or five as- aspects okay the first one being academics okay so he can uh, ask you some academics questions then it can be about uh, you know the job role what do you know about the job role what are the different tools in that specific job role maybe or uh, what is about that field or mm. that you have in there so let's say we are talking about um, electronics based so he'll be asking you like your job role is as a vlsi design engineer so what is vlsi how do mm. you how much do you know about this field what are the applications so you mm. know the questions related towards the ends so what are your mm. expectations as your work mm. so those are the second kind of questions okay. then third we have the hr questions okay. which we all know we can find off any of the google links so mm. there are some basic hr questions that you can have out there mm. then you can expect some questions related to your personal life okay so how did you do that let's say, suppose you are telling them out there about your uh, internship experiences or about mm. your different societies that you have taken part in yeah, so yeah. they can ask you some personal questions like how did you do that mm-hmm. how how did your like, let's say suppose you are telling them in your resume about your skills and also they'll say how did this skill play a role in that or what was the skill that played a role in that yeah so those are the fourth kind of questions and then the f- fifth one can be some hypothetical questions that okay. they can ask you giving you some situation or something that you mm-hmm. are into and then they can ask you like how how is it about okay. so if we come come down to these five categories i feel uh, something most like if you are we are talking about a technical interview so mm-hmm. one thing for show sure which for which they want a crisp crisp technical answer is the academic one so okay. which is the most and show sure shot you are going to uh, you are going to be asked some academic questions hmm. so now now the question comes what if they ask you something and you don't know the exact right. answer or hmm. the uh, second question that comes into the place is let's suppose they ask you some question and how do you exactly answer that question hmm. so so the answer to this is simple like hmm. they would expect you to mm. uh, be very broad and see depends upon what time it is see at the end i i won't say this is the exact right path but mm. how clearly and simply you can explain something to the other person is mm. the right approach which i feel mm-hmm. not cooking up stuff not you know just saying some you know extra words and complicating stuff yeah. just yeah. because you want to impress the other person Mm-hmm. is not the right way okay so that is where i would say your communication skills matter mm-hmm. not just in terms of uh, you know how good you are speaking how confidently mm-hmm. you are speaking 
and mm. what is the reason behind whatever answer you are giving yeah you clearly can see at the end of the day you can be wrong it's okay yeah. not mm. a big deal like obviously if tomorrow i am working as a software engineer it's not expected of me that i every line of code that i write yeah it's it's perfectly gonna work no it's mm. not mm. i am gonna write something which makes sense to me mm. as per uh, what i have in experience or what you know i know about or what there there'll be something that i would be you know putting in mm. behind as a logic behind mm. writing one single line or behind saying one single statement so mm. they just want to know why and then mm. maybe we can you know ration enough and we can uh, discuss over that logic and we can come to a conclusion that uh, yeah, if i am right or if uh, the interviewer is right it is possible mm. the interview has a different perspective so mm. simple words tell them what you know and what is the reason behind it that you are saying mm. simple that is the simple way and in a simple manner try to explain them how did you reach that conclusion okay okay mm. so it, it all depends upon question to question it mm. can be a one word answer but to be honest interview is not about one word answers mm. they had the online test for one word mcqs they mm. had yeah okay they don't want to you know uh, ask mm. you one word questions no they want to actually understand Mm. how how you are trying to reason how you are trying to approach a problem mm-hmm. how confident you are mm. how good are you a learner and yeah. what is your direction see at the end of the day you need to also understand the interview is also mm. a person from that specific company and mm. uh, uh, you'll be surprised to know it is it is not necessarily like people from my team go out there who are just you know eight or nine or years of experience into technical they they are no hr people or nothing no they okay. are not trained for all this obviously mm-hmm. they would be given you know, some pre training or something mm-hmm. as in select how to select but yeah. simply people from that technical domain who are coming out for a requirement they have a requirement in their in their team or in their company whatever and oh. they are gonna ask you questions out there so it is it is it can change you know it can change from company to company people mm-hmm. company hire uh, mm-hmm. people hire different third party companies which mm-hmm. uh, you know are specialized in going and taking interviews and hiring people mm-hmm. so it totally depends who is the person coming and mm-hmm. what they are looking for and how are they gonna you know see you, you, they will just have one hour or whatever let's say two hours at max mm-hmm. that they to interact with you yeah. and out of that to judge you for your 20 years or 18 mm. years whatever your age is mm. so it's pretty tough for them also and you need to understand the psyche behind the interview as well mm-hmm. so the best way is to simply answer and uh, show you uh, your major traits as in mm. like how confident you are mm. and how you can interact and how simply with taking baby steps you can answer a question so let's mm-hmm. say i'm saying um, let's take an example okay so um if they ask you some question which needs to do a simple math operation okay so it's not necessary like that math operation can also be done by a machine learning algorithm with which you can give any x y z 
parameters and it will give you it can forecast your answer it can maybe forecast your question also yeah so that is one way of you know answering it mm. but you need that you can just simply say that i'll take two inputs and do i'll do a mathematical operation and i'll simply give you an output yeah. and they might ask you no i want a better ap- approach i mm. want something related to that so my simple answer is don't directly step in on to the 10th step okay mm. take the first step then to like how you would simply approach a problem so that mm. is because um, at times uh, the best solution comes with more cost simple mm. right so it it's it's like uh, they are asking you for a pen so it's not necessary that you give them you know a 100 dollar pen what if their mm. budget is not at 100 dollar they just mm. want to spend 1 dollar or 1 yeah. rupee yeah mm. so mm. give them give them something at the base price let's okay. say you give them a simple pen Hmm. and then they would say no i want they would they would you know slowly present their needs i want hmm. like this i want like that so hmm. then slowly proceed so that will show that first thing you're confident enough to sell that product hmm. second thing you have options and hmm. you can adapt to that options hmm. third you want to convince me to buy whatever you have so that is the simple ideology i have hmm. i have myself made those mistakes I okay. have myself, like uh, you know, in interviews, been asked about let's a simple, a simple, you know, search operation. How you are gonna do? Hmm. And like we, when we are learning, we'll see oh, binary search is the best way. So hmm. we directly okay, that, that is where the least, you know, um, or what do you, um, the least uh, time that it requires. That that is the most uh, the best way to do. So hmm. we we'll directly jump. the answer binary uh, you know mm. the binary search method oh. and then mm. the the person will say i don't want binary i, I don't have why do you need to mm. jump into that specific question and it might it is possible when you are you know answering in such uh, with such heavy terminologies or something you might say something that the other person does not know do you understand yeah so it is like uh, i ask you something mm. you tell me something and i don't know as mm. an interview but my my uh, my curiosity would want me to ask that yeah what yeah is that that you mentioned mm. and then you say something which you don't know about then mm-hmm. i think he's just simply cooking up something and trying to make a fool out of me mm. and he's not confident on Very what true. he's saying mm. and then that can actually you know try to create further pressure on the person who's taking the interview as well mm-hmm. so uh, the student will feel oh i don't know this uh, did i say something wrong then he'll try to you know change the answer mm-hmm. and in that pressure he he'll fumble and boom mm-hmm. you True. you won't get into so True. True. it is uh, this whole um, interview experiences mm. take it as simple as you are interacting with someone mm. tell them what if you don't know something just tell them okay i don't mm. know mm. exactly and then you can you know just tell what i can ration out from this question yeah. is mm. this or what mm. i have studied and what i can link to is this mm-hmm. it's okay like obviously like if you take one single subject one mm-hmm. single subject there are so many broad questions to it yeah yeah it is possible that the interview ask you one specific thing 
mm-hmm. that you don't know mm-hmm. then what so uh, interestingly this brings me to one one aspect which mm-hmm. uh, you know, would have heard um, regarding the interviews asking is what is your favorite subject okay yeah very so, true so what is the correct answer for this akshat <laughs> to to any question i cannot tell you the correct answer i can just give you my simple opinion okay mm-hmm. so obviously it would depend like what the interviewer is expecting you don't know mm-hmm. so obviously you would ideally what you are actually supposed to say which i feel is something that you are interested in and okay uh, you you have sound knowledge of mm-hmm. so let's say if uh, if uh, you ask me or something let's say if uh, you answer let's say mm, data structures hmm. okay that you don't know something in data structures it's not going to be like you know everything in data structures it's not possible so hmm. but out of all you were most interested in data structures so now now the pressure starts to build where at where the point you would think like okay he's going to ask me about data structures i know everything yeah. he'll hmm. just simply the the interview he or she may simply ask you something some you know keen finding that that person would have found when he was working obviously they would not come for 50 people they would not come with you know 500 question list and they mm-hmm. would you know just tick off that i have to ask this mm-hmm. they on the spot would you know they have some basic questions that they will ask you and then where you are driving your interview mm-hmm. they will ask you questions from that itself okay so okay. out of experience or something uh, the person might ask you something what he had you know found something a uh, some loophole or some corner case or something okay. mm. from from that specific data structures or one of the most what his team or uh, what he thinks that his team would be you know using about mm. in data structures so they okay. would ask that like what is that you know about it Mm-hmm. and it is possible that you don't know that specific thing mm-hmm. so then yeah. what then you mm-hmm. try to explain them the best way is to let them know that you are not sound with that it's okay, okay. it's okay mm-hmm. that you don't know something mm-hmm. and you would simply tell them what you know and how you can you know rationally see data mm-hmm. structures is a structural manner of you know handling a problem which can be handled in simple words so tell them yeah. that simple answer okay Mm. let's say we are talking about some searching mechanism there mm. are complicated solutions by but let's say you don't know a complicated solution you can mm. still give him the solution in a simple manner mm-hmm. okay right with a yeah. simple search operation which you would know or which mm. uh, i feel like see what if uh, these were the only problems then what is the need of us engineers out there mm. if True. we are expected to solve some unexpected problems so what will you do you'll break that unexpected problem into some expected solutions and then mm. you would you know try to match your solution with what mm. is the result that you are getting mm-hmm. if it's not working you would again debug something and then you would you know come up with a better solution or you would yeah. come up with a theory what is failing so mm. that process of you know dividing a problem into some basic tasks mm. and then approaching it that is the mindset that they are looking for okay it okay. is not that what they are looking for is just 
the right answer no it is mm. not mm. obviously like if you would you know end up saying the right answer it's good he'll move mm-hmm. to the next question yeah he'll be say okay he's good mm. obviously i'm not saying like if a person is uh, you know telling all right answers and it's not that you don't after this and like after this pod- podcast a mm. student feels like oh i don't need to know anything <laughs> for every question i can say like yeah i i don't know and i can just give him some simple theory that i know mm-hmm. no it's not like that obviously come on yeah yeah but i'm telling you the way you approach is what mm. is important okay obviously okay. in in interviews mm. you'll get questions you'll get mm. you know places where uh, you would not know the answers mm-hmm. and i feel uh, the best way to you know understanding this is doing mock uh, interviews so okay. it is possible your Uh, your specific college would have you know uh, a mm. training team or some placement team they would you know organize some mock interviews yeah or the best way is like you can you know ask your friends out there to take mm-hmm. you know different mock mock uh, interviews it will although end up they just trying to bully you but yes it will be of some fruit because okay. you'll try to understand and you'll try to you know come up like they can come up with some questions that you don't know and then mm. you can introspect and think what how would you deal in okay. if such a question is asked mm-hmm. okay so got it so to summarize you have pointed out five steps for an interview process that is to prepare for an academics then the what the job role is then the hr part for personal questions and hypothetical questions and what you said was taking baby steps is way better than directly jumping onto the conclusion part and tell what exactly you know don't rush it don't exaggerate it just tell what you know that's it yeah and try to try to reason as well behind mm-hmm. why you think that is the the reason mm-hmm. so okay. that is also important they need to understand mm-hmm. why you are saying so it is possible mm-hmm. you have actually like at times like i have made those mistakes mm-hmm. i understand uh, you know some mm-hmm. something in a wrong manner so mm-hmm. it was making sense it was making okay. sense but it was wrong okay i had a theory but which was false so you need to tell them and then they can correct you so it, okay. it is also a learning phase where you would mm-hmm. actually it's not necessarily that you you know target the first interview and you crack it no mm-hmm. from the first interview also you need to take back some points and it's good if you learn something good maybe that is asked in the second interview and you know the answer now okay so the next question is how to as you have obviously uh, applied for many off campus placements as well so how to prepare and apply for off campus placements what are the must dos and don'ts of it okay off campus yeah okay. so i'll be talking more about about the don'ts because the don'ts were the reason that i could not get an off campus uh, placement okay. so uh, i'll start with the don'ts so there are some interesting don'ts so um, what uh, what how how actually we start applying for uh, off campus placement so we would obviously go to different um, uh, different you know sites and look for different um, uh job opportunities let's yeah. suppose linkedin or something mm-hmm. we would do, go to different companies career pages mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we would uh find okay there is an opening uh, mm-hmm. and then we would simply apply 
okay yeah. it requires one year experience i don't have anything but i can convince the interview let's apply okay no you don't do that way okay so it's like you you'll apply into in one week full of confidence you would apply into 10 15 20 places hmm. and by the end of the month you're not getting any response or okay. what response you are you'll get is um the company uh, found a better uh, candidate hmm. sorry to inform you please stay connected and uh, we'll try to reach you with a better job opportunity so okay. you get this mail hmm. so the problem that comes in what i made a mistake i like to tell you that is like um, cisco came to our college okay and before cisco came to our college in their career space there was a opening for okay. internship as well as full time opportunity for uh, uh, the new uh, college graduates Mm. so i thought oh there is an opening let's apply yeah but no what i missed out was that portal was just made for the company and for that specific job role the company actually goes to different um, you know um, on campus placements and for that specific link is like they have like uh, whenever a company comes to mm. your college they would obviously ask you to fill in your details so that mm-hmm. we can you know create a database yeah. and uh, track you accordingly mm-hmm. so those links are made for that specific purpose mm-hmm. and what different portals like uh, internshala or nokri.com what they would do is they would simply catch those links because of some filters or i don't know how they actually find it yeah. so they will get those links and they will post it on your uh, on their web page or on different linkedin profiles you'll get to see that mm. those openings are there and you'll you'll be fooled and you'll be applying into those and you won't even get an acknowledgement mail okay for those specific inputs mm-hmm. but the problem out there is those links were out there for on campus placements so you mm. need to understand what are the companies you need to you know uh, read different uh, experiences read different portals or maybe connect to different people on linkedin of that specific company to know okay. what is their uh, hiring process hmm. do they do okay. it only on campus or do they do it off campus as well okay and that way we'll figure out i'm not saying like cisco does not do off campus maybe mm-hmm. it's doing but that mm-hmm. is not the right time when they are doing off campus placements yeah mm. so you need to understand what and when are actually off campus openings open so for that you need to connect to different people or different company mm-hmm. and uh, one one specific thing that uh, i see on uh, you know in on linkedin or something that uh, yeah. even i have made those mistakes like mm-hmm. i would connect to some senior and i would directly ask him give him that job id and job role opening in their company and i would ask them to refer me mm-hmm. it's not how it it's not how it works okay you need to you know interact with that person tell him it's, it's okay like people are out there like let's say, suppose i'm out there i'm okay to interact with people when when it's uh, when i'm available and when it's comforting to me yeah. i can I, i can actually interact to people and i talk to them they ask me how it is then it's okay i would i would you know not try this is not some confidential data i can mm-hmm. openly tell them like what is okay at for some specific openings it might be you know confidential i cannot give them some exact details it is mm. possible but people out there they can tell you how 
the hiring is done at their company or they can even if supposedly they don't know they can maybe take a take some time and contact uh, the hr or the hiring team in their company and get back to you mm-hmm. so you need to find soft links this will obviously take some time it is not okay. that like you try it and one week and two you are you are having an interview no mm-hmm. at times it might work at times that's your total luck i would say okay but then you need to interact with more people connect mm-hmm. to more people somewhere mm-hmm. or the other and then mm-hmm. try the second way is like uh, there are many uh, acquisition teams and all who would uh, you know who can act, who actually interact when you send them their resumes or something so yeah. one thing i would like to caution all the uh to all the juniors and whosoever listens to this is mm. on linkedin especially on linkedin that being one of the most you know entitled for uh this job search and all mm-hmm. there are people who would be posting fake uh job ids just to get you know those uh just to increase their uh followers and all so okay. obviously because if someone you know posts that we are hiring send mm. your resume we are hiring for this position do cross check okay don't send your resumes to any mail id mm-hmm. send it to corporate mail ids or to people who who have verified information mm-hmm. because people are using this i don't know about other countries in india it is happening people are using it as fraud so you need mm-hmm. to be cautious don't send your details because in your resume you are you know putting in so many details and people at times put their parents and your their family details as well mm. in some sections in formats i have seen that mm. so you need to be cautious just don't blindly you know send in your resumes to anyone no it does not work that way okay so properly go into steps interact mm. the best way that i have seen is interact with people mm. and uh, they can then uh, contact they can try contacting hr teams which mm-hmm. uh, which they hardly respond to so mailing hrs and all is not the right answer okay. hr team is different okay so uh, hr teams like follow a specific follow some specific companies mm. they would have from their uh, uh, official web pages itself they would be posting uh, like understand when are they hiring off campuses they mm-hmm. would be posting that and mm. then apply applying okay. through newspapers if you get some opportunities through some specific mm. newspapers i don't know if that still happens but mm. yeah la- till last year like my my friends mm-hmm. were still trying so that is authentic because they do that filtering and they do some you know checks so mm-hmm. in that too you, you'll find some authentic uh, mm. openings but mm. still you need to cross check first mm. and then apply so okay. that is the best way okay the yeah. key learning is basically the Uh, cross check everything exactly and do check that that uh, whatever uh, link you mm. find on careers page or something that is not for mm. on campus placements that is mm. for off campus itself and that uh, also please read through the details clearly because there would be certain requirements that let's suppose mm. uh, work experience or something or is it for internship or what yeah companies are very hard and fast they won't you know like if they hire you they won't do like that um, mm-hmm. ma'am i have my semester this semester i'll join you next semester this is mm. not how it works yeah. so you need to be true 
on your resume you need to be true when mm. you are filling your details mm. and you need to actually read through the requirements very mm-hmm. carefully mm-hmm. what all is required and then apply yeah okay okay so the next question is as you are with working as software engineer at texas instruments so you will be very close to the electronics industry as well so what is the future of electronics industry in india specifically okay hmm. coming to india in specific as you mentioned see hmm. electronics is something that is taking a boom as we step into the second decade of uh, the 21st century mm-hmm. we need to understand why so we have different technologies coming into play yeah we have uh, iot coming into play that is totally a software um, software aspect but it has a lot to do with electronics as well mm-hmm. so uh, with um, you know wifi and uh, coming into play 5g mm-hmm. coming into play Mm-hmm. so electronics is taking a boom because automation is something mm-hmm. that is happening at a large scale yeah industry wide mm-hmm. okay so lot more of sensors mm-hmm. each and every one of us would you know go for home automation yeah we want uh, you know uh, lights to be working from our smartphones we mm-hmm. want uh, different sensors out there sensing and you know working out themselves so reducing human efforts is something that is happening at a large scale mm-hmm. and it will continue for long mm-hmm. so electronics is into everything you okay. take a thing and it is into that mm-hmm. so in all electronics is increasing at a large scale mm-hmm. so uh, okay you need to know more about different technologies as well i'm not mm-hmm. saying uh, uh, like you need to keep yourself updated with different technologies let's say machine learning so one uh, electronics guy would say yeah what is machine learning to do with me yeah. i'll tell you machine learning is something that is inside chips right, right these days so we mm. have uh, if someone wants to fo- follow tiny ml mm. so uh, yeah. on chip processing on uh, on the edge processing all these mm. things are up there mm. and we need to start you know exploring and we can uh, bring any technology into anything as we speak as we 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 just need to dream about it and it can happen mm, okay mm. okay so we have a broad skill we have a hope that electronics is the main aspect of for the computer part so it, it's a optimistic future i think yeah 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 so uh, the best way is to uh for especially for college people we mm. have a lot of time and uh if we give uh important time to you know while we are working projects make a small project no one's asking you to you know um do some big projects at your college time you don't have the funding you don't have uh you know um mm-hmm. what say the resources to do yeah. such things mm. do a small basic project so okay. that you can understand but then think what that small project if supposedly i fund you uh, crores or of rupees mm-hmm. if suppose some corporate funds at crores of rupees what is the application that you can create so you okay. need to understand logically how things are working how that is you know helpful mm-hmm. create a small prototype 
mm-hmm. with minimalistic okay. you know features obviously mm-hmm. let's suppose um what one of the projects i made during my my uh, college time was i i added a small feature mm-hmm. which i feel could be one of the futuristic uh, hopes from a smart watch so obviously i don't need to you know make all that that is already there i can just what i thought of one some specific unique uh, project detail let's say suppose um, uh, multiple device communication in this mm-hmm. case yeah so we can communicate through different like all, today all the watches are bluetooth connected i want to make the watch independent of you mm-hmm. know having calling features or something so there are out there e-sims we have different technologies so we mm. need to understand the application why we are doing that the logic mm. behind that specific project and mm-hmm. then as much as you can at a small level try to implement it that mm-hmm. will actually help you understand different tools different mm-hmm. uh like at the end doing something theoretically is different and when you are actually doing it on you know uh, trying to do it on hardware and then trying mm-hmm. to implement something that mm-hmm. is totally different true so okay. that mm-hmm. way you'll search and understand more is mm-hmm. my 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 belief okay uh, so akshit a very interesting question came in my mind right now is how much you can retain or how fast you can learn what is important among two to me um it would be you know it's a trade off between the two okay i'd say both are required okay and uh, by retain what, what, how how like i'm not asking you to retain the specifics or the answers but mm-hmm. the logic the working behind that you need to retain so that okay. see uh, mm-hmm. the reason why it is important let's say uh, there are so many different let's say we are we are talking about different languages okay, okay. so there are some specific we have java we have c mm-hmm. then we have c++ mm-hmm. python other so many languages so there are some key things which we can do simply in one mm-hmm. language and mm-hmm. which we cannot do in the other logically mm-hmm. it's the same okay mm-hmm. so let's say suppose one person does um, you know works very good in java and then okay. he uh, at the end when he joins some corporate or what the requirement is of the company is like they are working on some c++ based program yeah so obviously you'll need to learn the syntax so mm-hmm. how quickly you can learn the syntax you know mm-hmm. that is important but mm-hmm. you need to retain from java what were the logics see the logic remains the same so yeah. retention is important so that you can link and understand how things are you know related then it becomes easy for you to learn retaining those things and you can link into and understand more so not just with this language things let's say you are working with uh, two different technologies let's say machine learning and uh, internet of things okay okay so you uh, you you studied some some you know different techniques in machine learnings and now you are mm-hmm. trying to understand uh, internet of things or some automation things mm-hmm. so you are linking and you need to you know process something and you feel oh okay i can you know relate to machine learning what i did earlier or some time mm-hmm. back and mm-hmm. we can do something of that sort over here and mm-hmm. as a whole this will become more better so you need mm-hmm. to bring in and you need to link and or maybe let's say suppose 
you understood uh, you did machine learning but mm-hmm. now um i let's say you did machine learning in your second semester let's assume mm-hmm. and okay. uh, by your fifth or sixth semester you uh, you are doing internet of things mm-hmm. so okay. in internet of things there is a small uh, module which is processing which is doing some machine learning mm-hmm. concepts and that is driving the whole uh, internet uh, of things that whole uh, system uh, mm-hmm. structure Mm-hmm. so if you don't understand that module okay because you have uh, you, you you don't remember what was there mm-hmm. so you will be stuck out there and you cannot you know understand the application why they did uh, why were they using machine learning block module over there or something like that mm-hmm. so it, it's it's a trade off okay learning quickly is important but i feel if um, especially in case of engineers if you can you know retain the logic behind or mm. uh, why did we do that mm. the different simple whys and why nots then it's okay. easy okay because any day see you can you can google up why you are doing that you will get mm-hmm. the answer but then it will be easy to understand because you understood at first maybe you mm-hmm. don't uh, remember them on your tips but mm-hmm. then you can understand and you can retain and quickly link things up mm-hmm. and ramp up okay okay got it so now we move to our last question and this is the most obvious question that every student in the final year must be having so what if akshat we get placed say in mass placement or anything and within next 6 months we are fired so this thought we all came across so how to handle these thoughts and is it really this the, the way it happened mm, okay hard truth first it can happen Okay. it happens and it will happen in future also okay so it is not necessary let's say suppose a company hires uh, mm-hmm. in november for interns uh, working starting january uh, the next year mm-hmm. uh, for 6 months so understand from the point they hired to the point at the end when your internship is about to over and yeah. especially with the last year playing role we had covid mm. so many companies ran into bankruptcy yeah. uh, they they the openings can change the requirements okay. can change the companies uh, financial uh, structures can change yeah so uh, it is possible that okay let's say if they promised you full time they will delay okay. to some extent or they might you know uh, give you less pay that that's all according to the policies because you need to understand they are also company and they can foresee for some mm. specific time i'm mm. not saying uh, you won't get placed there are obviously because they hired you in the first place as interns they would have mm. you know uh, openings in the company maybe less maybe more so the best way is to try internships are meant for learning okay so you need to learn as much as possible understand okay. mm-hmm. and i feel what is the need to be scared of there are so many companies out there in 6 okay. months let's say if you are uh, in the last semester you are working for 6 months mm-hmm. you have ample of time in that 6 months that you can you know apply for uh, different companies see uh, our perspective change when we actually step into corporate because we would see different companies we can interact with so many seniors out there in the company and maybe you can make your connections out there true and um, uh, you can uh, there are like um 
I was studying in Thapa University, Patiala. So we don't have corporate much out there. We have mm-hmm. some companies in Chandigarh, but not much. Mm-hmm. In Bangalore, there are companies which have uh, step-in interviews. So they'll, okay. you know, they don't have any, um, you know, um, openings and all like that. They would, they would say 24 to 27th of this month, we have step, uh, step-in interviews. So you just need to go there in that specific time slot. They'll, uh, mm-hmm. um, they'll mark your attendance or something and they'll give you a slot where you can go for uh, okay. interviews. So there are things mm-hmm. like that out there. So I'm saying opportunities mm-hmm. are there. There are ample of opportunities. What you need to focus is, is how much mm. you retain from that six months of, you know, okay. experience. Mm. So mm. it is possible, like, you know, you actually understand how that company works. See, interne- uh, internships also play a mod, uh, you know, major role in molding mm. your career options. So yeah, very true. you don't mm. need to, you know, just, you know, join a company and you know try to work there all your life just because it's paying you good no it's not like mm. that you mm. need to at at after a certain point you won't be able to deliver if you don't mm. like that work so i feel it is important to some extent mm. you know to understand your company's working to actually mm. like what you're doing so internships are meant for that and the major mm. role internships are is for learning you need to learn mm. actually take something away from the corporate so even in my case, uh, mm. as I was working in Texas Instruments, so I did not have mm-hmm. a full time. And mm. uh, three days before my internship ended, so my mm. internship even got extended. So it was approximately seven months. Okay. So uh, three days before my internship ended, I got that I am getting a full time opportunity. Mm. So for six and a half months or something, I did not know and that pressure was consistently over my head. And at times there were points that I was not able to perform as good. Like if I had a doubt, I would initially be thinking so much that should I ask my mentor or not? He would Mm -hmm. be judging me that I don't know that this Mm -hmm. simple thing. No, it's not like that. Okay. Try, give your best. And then if you don't know, you need to ask. Mm -hmm. So forget about that fear. And I feel this fear of not getting placed is mm. very uncertain. If, if, if there'll be people only from the society speaking, you are at, you're just 20, 21, you're at such a small age. We mm. all can take risks. Yeah. There are people who are switching four to five jobs. Mm. Even after they land up into a good company, they'll switch True. their job in some. So with the reason behind them switching is mm. one they like the company, the second they are not getting that much of pay. So mm. if they are able to take that risk, this risk of getting fired is something that will stay on your head forever. Mm. Okay. So like right now also, my mm. probation just ended a few days back in Feb mm. itself. Mm. Now I have completed six months. So I had this doubt once or twice which was not letting me perform that well, because even if there would be some, you know, some kind of uh, assessment or something, I would be feared that this will help, uh, this will, you know, play some role and uh, I might get fired. No, it's not like that. The company Mm. is obviously hiring. They need Mm. people. Mm. They are hiring for that specific reason itself. And Mm. if they are not able uh, to give you full time, Mm. one of the major reasons is 
that they don't have openings it is okay. not that that you are not working that great then mm-hmm. second if they have openings let's say they have three openings and for that three openings they have four or five candidates mm-hmm. that are again the number of openings are not greater than or equal to the number of interns mm-hmm. then in that case they will obviously choose the best of the five so mm-hmm. how will they know who's better who's a better mm-hmm. learner again the same thing what your personality is how much you are connecting with people how much you are cooperating how much you are you know trying to learn they will see mm-hmm. they will see because 6 months is also a small period of time it's not mm-hmm. like they are always judging you they are mm-hmm. the people who are working with you in your team they are mm-hmm. also normal people mm-hmm. i'm not saying like obviously again i will say luck plays a role and you might get a you know uh, a boss who's so irritating and who's always complaining that's totally luck i i, I won't say anything to that luck plays okay. some quite of but then in major like what you see in corporate today because it has increasingly you know increased the ethics and all play a role so mm. it's just how much you learn how much you like if you like you would obviously deliver that's my simple understanding so a very important aspect is to keep learning here yeah yeah so learning is important so that even if you don't you know make a a full time at that company you have mm. that learning and the next interview you can mm. say i worked 6 months in that company mm. and uh, they have also like the team members have recommended me also and uh, i am good at this i have learned mm. this and you can tell them about that 6 months and boom you crack the interview mm-hmm. true true so akshat a very quick question what study material or what websites do you suggest to prepare for an interview simply like obviously if you are uh, it would depend upon what um, different things you are trying there are so many uh, platforms out there you have coursera and all so you can find study material mm-hmm. it's almost open source and you can find it any place uh, for uh, mm-hmm. non technical especially mm-hmm. india bex is one of the best way you can brush up your aptitude and all for electronics specific i majorly okay. considered uh, the same mm-hmm. books that um, Uh, that were um, out there and uh, from which i was initially studying and uh, and um, the best okay. is uh, mm-hmm. i prepared from where i prepared was uh, the question banks of uh, ville um, gate preparations so there are a lot many uh, you know okay. um, books mm-hmm. and out there for preparing you question banks mm-hmm. out there for preparing you mm-hmm. for gate so uh, i prepared through them because that were the mm. maximum like that is uh, i wanted some question banks to prepare from so they have some uh vilays uh, uh mm. publications have some good you know uh, description they have some short uh, descriptions in mm-hmm. the beginning and then they have question banks and they have answers also okay so it's it's good it's it's up to you from where okay. you want to prepare yeah okay okay Okay. Okay. Got it. So I think Akshat, we have covered everything in in depth, basically. So any last closing line or any learning you want to share? Okay. Uh, one key thing that I want to tell everyone as we are talking majorly about placements and all is not to lose hope. Okay. Yeah. One thing, not to be nervous. Be be confident enough in yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll see a lot of up down. I'm I'm speaking out mm-hmm. of my personal experience. 
um i got uh, rejected into many companies mm. my friends were getting all placed i was not getting placed i was not even there there is a gamble out there especially like mm. if you are if uh, you are aiming for some specific core electronics companies then the number of companies that come for placements is less mm. and uh, there is a gamble that you'll be playing that you won't be able to you know work that much on software or it companies so one thing that i would go for is mm. this is the time that we can take risk most of us are from well off families i'm not saying there are at time situations when your family cannot support mm. i can understand that then the best thing is to reach out for as much of help mm. as you can and try to give your best just one thing that we need to focus on is not to give hope on us talk to your friends as much as possible they actually mm. becomes your life support because they are mm. also going through the same thing so your uh, your friends are going mm. just keep trying and you know, you'll get into something good and to be honest when you start working you'll be like oh man okay. we, why were we struggling so much and it is it's nothing <laughs> like we all do uh, like after studying your third semester you how you'll be mocking your first semester it's going to be the same that is how life is just be happy and okay go for what you love that's that's my message yeah okay akshat i think uh, we have covered everything it was in depth knowledge session i say and you have sure. gave answer to all the queries that a newbie to the industry have i think so great to have you akshat thank you so much for coming akshat thank you so much uh thanks pradeep thank you so much thanks for this platform also like if any uh, one of us who's listening to us uh, wants to connect to me pratik please uh, share my email id mm-hmm. uh, um, email first sorry uh, i'm not available monday to friday as such so we can mm-hmm. surely connect whenever we can we can communicate through mails and all and they can yes. easily connect to me on linkedin as well mm-hmm. and uh, we can talk through if they want some some doubts further cleared in person they have some questions then I'll be sure I'll be happy to answer. Sure, sure. So, okay. Thank you so much actually. Thanks, thanks Pratik. Good to good to talk to you. Bye-bye. So listeners, that's all for today. See you next week with a new industry expert, a new story to learn from. Stay tuned podcast cards.